History? That's so 10 minutes ago. But sports? That's what's happening now. But hold on. What if you were to meet an old man named Riley O'Reilly who speaks with a thick Irish rogue, complains your shoes aren't as strong as Irish leather and tough as a landlord's heart, and owns his own potato factory? You might be led to the conclusion, this is your grandfather, and you must be a leprechaun. Or what if you met the reincarnation of Judah Maccabee living in a van down by the river, and the only hope to win the big game is to learn the story of Hanukkah? Suddenly, learning a little history might not be such a chore. This week, we're breaking out the 23andMe kits and watching Luck of the Irish and Full Court Miracle to discuss kooky parents, basketball, and cultural identity. You dementia! Welcome everyone to Fantasmic, the happiest podcast on earth, where we have magically inspired debates about Disney's movies and TV shows. My name is Mitchell Dupree, your host with the most, and I am joined again by everyone's favorite fact checker, everyone's favorite Zach checker, Zach Smith Michaels. How you doing? <laughs> Zach, you truly are the Buzz Lightyear to my Woody, and I'm glad you're here. Ooh. <laughs> I don't like it. Oh, Yikes. Let's talk about Buzz later. Uh, We're super excited today, y'all, because it's with deepest pride and greatest pleasure that we get to welcome our fantastic guests for this week's episode, Kayla Phantom and Noah Heisinger. (laughs) (laughs) Well, don't worry. We're going to splice in some applause noise, you know. (laughs) And they're from the Secondhand Film Critics Podcast, which we're very excited. These people know their movies, so it's about to get real up in here. They're only mildly pretentious. Yeah, I was about to say, what is it y'all say? Semi-uneducated and highly unqualified opinions. Educated. Highly unqualified. I'm super glad yeah, both of yeah. you just jumped in and were like, hold on, yeah. I got this. <laughs> now we can say it without reading it off. You know, the first like few episodes we recorded, it's like, wait, what was mm. it again? We always had to copy-paste it like in the doc. <laughs> yeah, Fantasmic's new, so I still have my notes right up here for what I'm supposed to say. Yeah, we've been doing Is It Really for like two years, and Brandon still, like, if he doesn't have the script, <laughs> He can't do it. <laughs> Brandon is like Ron Will Burgundy Ferrell from. Yeah. yeah, he's like Ron Burgundy. Whatever we put in there, he reads. So like sometimes to make sure he's read the outline ahead of time, I'll like throw something ridiculous in there. And then I know he hasn't when he's doing a live uh, reading. And he's uh, like, and we're the... It's caused a lot of strife and turmoil. Worth <laughs> so. it. Worth it. Hey. But Zach likes it. It makes me happy. Speaking of strife and turmoil, life was a little unnerving for servants who weren't serving this week because we were like, oh, who's going to be on Fantasmic this week? Super excited you guys said yes. Yes. So what made y'all decide to say yes? Like, are you Disney fans? Specifically, we're talking about Disney Channel original movies, which I was super surprised you were both willing to just like jump in and be like, woohoo. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're totally Disney people. Yeah. Yeah. Even though. I think we've made two Disney Plus episodes now and they are like a little back and forth. It's more just about the platform itself rather than the content of like, the, especially Disney Channel mm-hmm. originals. Like it's great that that's all there and we finally have a place where we can watch those without having to like rent each one individually, you know? And they're just so fun to just throw on and they're relaxing and they're just entertaining and warm and heart felt. I live for Disney Channel. Disney Channel is the best. I watched every Disney Channel show. I still watch Disney Channel shows, even though I'm in my 20s now. (laughs) The Disney Channel original movies rock. I rewatch High School Musical at least once a year, oh, if yeah. not more. Kayla, you are the music in yes. me right now. Yes, <laughs> keep so it up. Good. Keep it up. I'm a big fan of uh, Spooky <laughs> oh, Buddies. So happy. Love all the little buddies movies. Spooky Buddies is one of the secondhand film critics. Like It's like in the Hall of Fame, I think, <laughs> for how many times we've talked about it. <laughs> all right, we're going to have to bring you back on yes! in October for a Halloween we, Spooky Buddies we discussion. We against another Disney Halloween movie. There's so many. We got to do a Battle Royale because I'll come to Spooky Buddies' defense. I haven't even seen it, and I'm going to jump in for Spooky Buddies. But that is not why we're here today. We are here to discuss two Disney Channel original movies near and dear to all of our hearts, The Luck of the Irish, maybe the best movie to heavily feature step dancing I have ever seen, and Full Court Miracle, the only movie in cinematic history brave enough to turn the dreidel song into a rap. It's true. true. And it's gonna be great. I was offended by that Well, when it first played, I was like, oh man, they're 
they're really getting into like 2000s rap music and I didn't realize it was like a Hanukkah rap song until all of a sudden he was like dreidel dreidel You know what Hanukkah needs? More rapping. I've always said that. (laughs) Max Keeble dancing was a revelation. Oh, all the dancing in that movie was a revelation. All right, let's go ahead and jump in. Uh, This is both of y'all's first time, so we're going to give you the spiel. Here's what you're doing. You're going to embrace your inner child. You're making a case, discussing, and bringing your best arguments for the fans at home to listen to. And anyone who's a part of the Real Lounge on our Facebook group is going to get to decide between the two of you who the bigger Disney nerd is based on your arguments and who made the most passionate, creative arguments for their Disney movies. And actually listen to the episodes, you cowards. Don't just vote for what you like more. (laughs) It's true. We could tell when it's just like, well, I like that movie, so listen to us. (laughs) Engage with our content. But without further ado, let's go ahead and get started with our first question, ding, 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 which is... If there's a better way to celebrate a holiday than watching a Disney Channel original movie, you guys, I haven't found it. Luck of the Irish features lots of elements you may associate with St. Patrick's Day, and Full Court Miracle takes place around Hanukkah. Which of the two is the better holiday movie? I'm going to dish it off to Kayla first. Kayla, give us your opening argument. What's the better holiday movie? Let's go. Um, so Luck of the Irish, obviously. (laughs) Obviously. (laughs) Here's the thing. St. Patrick's Day is a holiday that focuses focuses on the heritage of Ireland, so it's more all-inclusive. Anyone can experience St. Patrick Day's celebrations, whereas if you want to celebrate Hanukkah, Hmm. you have to kind of understand everything behind Hanukkah, whereas St. Patrick's Day is just like, woo, St. Patrick, liberation, religion, awesome. So this (laughs) is why they go to an Irish festival that they could easily access to understand Irish heritage, even though Kyle was not originally understanding of his own Irish heritage heritage he just was able Hmm. to walk right into this irish festival see all the different people dressed up see step dancing for the first time and being like wow this is awesome maybe i should step dance at heritage day at my school it'll be easy right (laughs) and in this movie they make an actual magical like experience where they go to ireland so it's not like the Mm. holiday is only being experienced within their own world with heritage day they're actually visiting ireland and participating in irish games and you're getting the whole experience you know whoa for the love of mike that was a good opening argument Noah, distant enough to you. Uh, I assume you're picking Full yeah, Court Miracle. Yeah, yeah. Full Court Miracle is the obvious choice here. All right. So, <laughs> co- first off, let's establish holiday movies. Calling something a holiday movie suggests that the movie takes place during the holidays. So, the holiday that Luck of the Irish takes place during, what, the Heritage Day? That's not an official holiday. In contrast, Full Court Miracle, it takes place during Hanukkah, which is a traditional Jewish holiday that is widely celebrated by the Jewish community. Everyone knows this. In multiple points throughout Full Court Miracle, we are shown moments throughout the holiday that are being celebrated by our main characters lighting the menorah. They're talking about it in school. The main story even uses metaphors throughout to relate to the story of Hanukkah with the character of Judah Maccabee throughout to relate to the story of Hanukkah, while also the oil burning for eight days, which has a great payoff in the climate just like any holiday movie you know you've got to have that payoff um and the luck of the irish it has the references but it never mentions saint patrick's day it's so and for me it doesn't feel like a holiday movie whereas full court miracle you know you just you're embedded in the holiday itself Ooh, that's an interesting point too these are sort of different approaches all right go ahead and just jump in what did you think of the other points made by the other fighter can we fact check or zach check heritage day being an actual holiday because i feel like there's got to be a heritage day so somewhere get in there zach he'll let us know at the end of the round even if it is an official holiday who is our heritage day this is an irish movie you know so i don't think it's it's being marketed as like an irish saint patrick's day movie but i don't think it takes place during saint patrick's day though so but you don't know that because they don't say the date so it could be coming close to saint patrick's Day. right but if they don't say the date does that mean it's there i mean in the in full court miracle it's throughout the whole movie movie you've got many instances of lighting the menorah candles added the coach goes to their house for part of the celebration hanukkah is fully embedded i feel like in full court miracle yeah but in (laughs) luck of the irish the mom makes the irish food 
talks about his Irish heritage. Which he never knows about, but okay, I mean. But it's the same thing, same argument as being like, (laughs) there's a scene where they light a menorah. Yeah, there's a scene where they watch step dancing at an Irish festival. But they say it's around Hanukkah. That's all I'm saying. They say it's around Hanukkah. I mean, I I don't watch any Christmas movies that take place around like June, you know? Though that would be more historically it, accurate. It is true. Yes. <laughs> but you can't you can't argue that there's not scenes that take place somewhere else because your scenes are like an imaginary they're dressed up in these clothes on a basketball court. But they actually go to Ireland in the other magic scenes. True. All right, I'll give you that. My one thing with this is that I feel like <laughs> luck of the Irish. You said in your opening argument that it's about embracing the Irish culture, embracing your heritage. I believe that Luck of the Irish blatantly promotes conformity and rejection of embracing your heritage with a climactic scene, <gasps> which is the most unholiday movie thing. Do never <gasps> reject the holiday in the holiday movie. And it gets worse, though. Kayla. Kayla. <laughs> Response? I mean, I still think it's all inclusive because they're like, I don't know. Claim your heritage and then also understand that you have two parents that come from different places. So the dad is from Cleveland, which he claims yeah. that heritage within sending the leprechaun guy, whatever his name was, <laughs> I forgot, yeah. to um, Lassie from Psych. Lake Erie, where. He combined the heritages, so he was not conforming because he was embracing both of the heritages. I see it. And that's why he wore the Cleveland Browns shirt when he did the Irish step dance. Right. Right. So you could read it as that. I'll give you that. But to me, it blatantly reads as, so he's rejecting the Irish culture, but he's still exploiting the culture for his own gain because he puts the Irish lucky charm on again. So he's rejecting the culture, but, you know, he's still exploiting his Irish heritage, which doesn't seem like a holiday movie thing to me. I don't know. It doesn't seem like at the end, the main character truly is invested in the holiday. But, you know, with uh, Alex in Full Court Miracle, he loves Hanukkah. He never rejects Hanukkah. He's always just all 100% in and just loves basketball. All right, let's take it to, to, to closing argument. Yeah. Zach and I are over here just like sipping our sodas. Like, ooh. <laughs> I would love to hear, Kayla, in your response, does Alex ever reject Hanukkah? That's sort of an interesting claim you just made, Noah. But like, why just finally is yours the better holiday movie is what we're shooting for. So Kayla, take a moment. And when you feel good, jump in with your final argument. I don't think that Kyle rejected his Irish heritage. I think he found a way to have his own identity within his heritage as an American-born Irish descendant and part leprechaun since the O'Reilly blood was in his veins. He is a leprechaun. I think that Alex was too worried about his basketball to fully participate in Hanukkah and was very focused on winning the game rather than celebrating Hanukkah with his family. So I wouldn't say that either of them rejected their own heritage. I wouldn't say that Alex rejected Hanukkah, but I wouldn't say that he was claiming it as his own thing either. All right, Noah, final argument. All right, so let me just let me just take the floor here. So yeah, so Alex, the whole movie, you say he's only focused on basketball. I feel like the basketball in this movie is a metaphor. He's living the Hanukkah story through basketball. The team is down just like in the story and then they get the Judah Maccabee, which is the coach. He brings them to victory. And even like I said, with the the oil burning at the end, it's just what happens in the Hanukkah story. So I feel like it's more of like he's living the Hanukkah rituals and the stories through his basketball. And that's really the deepest you can go with a holiday movie. Ding, 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 ding. What a great first round. I love that. <laughs> Kayla, do you feel good? Anything sure, else you'd like I'm to say? Fine. I'm yeah. fine, too. Are you yeah, sure? Okay. Noah, you feel I'm good, good yeah. too? What a heated first round, y'all. I love it. Uh, Zach, any Zach checks? Yeah. Um, I was called upon to check a fact about Heritage Day in Luck of the Irish. It does not say when the story takes place. But what I did find out is that an American national holiday is Native American Heritage Day. There is no actual Heritage Day. Day, according to the internet, but there is a Native American Heritage Day that we don't celebrate for some reason. Um, and then, as far 
That's sort of interesting because it starts out with a Native American dancing in the movie. So I wonder if they're like ripping that off in a way. They might be. They might be um, appropriating some culture there, which yikes. Yeah. But but that's neither Ooh. that's neither here nor there. Uh, and then as far as other Hanukkah movies, I found a uh, Full Court Miracle came up, Eight Crazy Nights, and The Hebrew Hammer. So yeah. Woof, woof, There's woof, also quite woof. a few uh, Hallmark Channel Hanukkah yep. themed movies. Yep, I don't know. I heard the the Hallmark Channel Hanukkah movies are basically Christmas they movies. They are. <laughs> no, most of them are like. Like, the same she, script, but just without a menorah she'll somewhere. She'll be, no, no, she'll be like a Christmas person, and she meets someone who's Hanukkah, so they, like, have to teach each other their traditions or whatever. That, that's it. Good. Oh, Interesting. Man. There's Good. so many romantic comedies around the holidays for Hallmark. Yikes. I'm a busy business person. I need to learn about the holiday. Yeah. All right. But, let's uh, yeah. question two. Other than that, uh, clean round. Let's hope it stays clean for this round. Question two. We call this one Armchair Imagineer. In the world of Disney Channel original movies, nothing. Absolutely nothing. Is this good or true or noble or right or pure or lovely or admirable or good as being good at basketball? Both Alex Schlotsky and Kyle O'Reilly have hoop dreams, but we're going to forget about them for a second. Instead, here's what you're going to do. I want you to pitch me an all-star basketball team that's made up entirely of Disney characters. You get five players and one coach, and we're going to let this round go long, y'all, because it's about to get heated. All right, we started with Kayla last. Noah, give us your team. All right, cool. So at point guard here, we have Aladdin. He's athletic. He's fast. You see him in the movie. He's jumping on the walls on the, hmm. on the roof, running around with a little monkey friend. He's great. He's just really, he's a really skilled a guy, you know? That's my point guard. So then at shooting guard, we get Elsa, who is about to ice the team with her powers. <laughs> Felt real good oh, about yeah. this pun. Had it, all, had it ready. Here it comes, y'all. Um, no. Stone cold, Elsa's oh, on the yeah. court. No, she's cool. She's calm. She's collected, you know, so she can just sink those threes. And she can even, you know, if she needs to, use her powers a little bit. Maybe make the floor a little icy for the defender so she can scoot right past him. She's got a lot of tricks up her sleeve. So I that's that's my shooting guard. The fouls never bothered her anyway. Oh, Sorry, man. <laughs> At small forward, we got Hercules, who is fast. He's quick, but he's also a big guy. So he can get in there, get some rebounds, get some shots blocked, you know. I think he's really the full package mm-hmm. because he's he's athletic, he's quick, but he's also he's a he's big. He's got a, he's tall. He's six five, so he's great for that position. At power forward, we get Maui, who you know he's probably like the heart and soul of the team. He's always leading the chance, I think, <laughs> and he can just again another yeah. guy that can just get in there, get some rebounds, pass it to Aladdin, who dishes it to Elsa for a great layup, and then finally at the center we've got Colossus from the X Men, which is now a Disney property. And he's just big, he's bad, he's heavy, and he's just down in there, getting dirty, getting the dunks. Who doesn't want to see Colossus dunk <laughs> in a basketball game? Yeah. That would be great. I'd play be that great. game. Coaching this, I don't, what is it, the, these five players coaching these guys and one girl is... Team, team. Yeah. Jack Bolton. <laughs> Jack Bolton, the coach of the Wildcats <laughs> from High School Musical. He's great. He was a star in high school. He knows how to coach a winning team. He knows how to coach a team where Troy Bolton plays the small forward who is 5'8". And if he if he can do that, he can coach a team with Aladdin, Elsa, Colossus, Maui, and Hercules. That's all I'm saying. The only thing he doesn't know how to do, be a good father. That's true. Yes, you know. But that's not what he's doing here. He's coaching Yeah, he's, he's just coaching. He's just coaching. All right, Kayla, jump in with yours. Give us your five players and coach. All right. I'm jumping in. So my coach is I okay. I don't know basketball positions, so I don't have like, a specific position for any player. Uh, just throwing that out there. Uh, okay, so my coach is Phil from Hercules because oh, obviously yeah. he coached Hercules from being this guy who was just dreaming of going somewhere into actually being someone. Wow. So he is the glue to this Zero. team to coach. Zero. He's coached all these gods and demigods. He's ready to coach 
Kayla's team. So the number one player <laughs> they have, the first player up on the roster, is Airbud because <laughs> he is the most athletic of any other character you could have on your team even hercules who yes he has muscles but airbud is a star at basketball football <laughs> soccer baseball and volleyball he is well-rounded so the main goal of the rest of the team is to feed the ball to airbud so <laughs> he might be the most athletic mammal in all of existence he is <laughs> The second player I've got on the roster is Dr. Facilier from Princess in the Frog. Wow. I mean, who wouldn't want him on? For one, he has voodoo magic. Two, he's also extremely (laughs) tall, which is an advantage (laughs) in basketball. So my plan for him is he can harness his supernatural forces to manipulate and control the opposing team's players. He can whip out his tarot cards and read the futures and the weaknesses in the past and desires for manipulation so that he can jump right in there and coerce the other team. He can also manipulate people's bodies and turn his opponents into frogs or any kind of animal (laughs) he wants to. And we've all obviously cleared up that no animal is as good at basketball as Airbud. So they obviously would not be able to contend (laughs) against Airbud if they were a mammal. He's very proficient in sleight of hand, so he can easily maneuver the basketball to his advantage around his opponents. And he can also conjure bad memories is one of his other powers. So when (laughs) the opponents are coming (laughs) near, he can just conjure up their bad memories. Uh, Like Elsa, he could just conjure up a sad Elsa memory. And unfortunately, (laughs) Elsa would freeze in her tracks. Taylor just went so dark. Elsa will experience trauma because of Dr. Facilier. Yes. I mean, he is a villain, right? He is a villain. Okay, my Dang number straight. three on my roster is Tigger because he can bounce very high and no He's one can catch that tiger. So the plan is for Airbud to get that ball and he'll feed Tigger the ball and Tigger can just bounce, bounce, bounce and dunk all over his opponents. My fourth member is Ant-Man because he's obviously the most useful Marvel character to have on a basketball team. First of all, he can get bigger and smaller to easily crush his opponents under his feet or to sneakily steal the ball without noticing. Our secret play for Ant-Man is for, well, we're assuming he has his flying tech suit on in this case, is he'll fly up and block the balls from getting in the basket by stretching himself out between the rim so those basketballs cannot go in there. He can also adjust his distance by jumping high to get the rebounds by expanding his body so no one else can get the rebounds before him and then feed the ball hmm. to Airbud. <laughs> um, and then my fifth and final player is Tinkerbell. Yes, she can make my players fly. So even if they can't already fly, they can now fly because of Tinkerbell. But even more than that, she is very small and very annoying. So she will taunt and torment and get in the faces of the opponents while also pulling their hair. Like Aladdin, who has great hair. So she can just pull his hair the whole time and he will not be able to accurately play basketball. Just wanted to throw in how good Aladdin's hair is, <laughs> so everyone knows and home. Before we jump in, it's, we should lay down some ground rules. This round is via Space Jam rules, so like it's not a traditional basketball match. You can ice the ground, you can fly if needed. I'm very excited to see how the magic is going to get introduced in here. All right, both of you, just go. Just go. Why is you're the better team? Well, first of all, Tinkerbell is completely incapacitated because she's not strong, so I can just have either mouth. <laughs> Hercules or Colossus just smash her and she's done you know she's not like Ant-Man mm. Ant-Man I'll give it that Ant-Man's strong you know it doesn't matter if he's tiny he has the super super strength you know we've seen the movies but Tinkerbell you know they catch her done that would be my first goal so now it's 5v4 mm. so it's already in my favor there <laughs> I'll say one of your points for having Aladdin is that he would be like, what, a good team captain and control the team. I would like to point out that Aladdin does not work on a team. He is so Mm. self-conceited 
and he is a loner in his town and city not Mm. one that works with other people he's a thief and he is nothing without a boo excuse me he can't accomplish any (laughs) of his thievery or anything without his friend abu so without abu on the team aladdin is nothing. Excuse me. I feel like that's really rude to Aladdin. And <laughs> I said he had good hair. I'm, I'm saying He's probably the most attractive Disney prince. This is the characters <laughs> after that the arc basketball games. <laughs> <laughs> after the arcs I'll, of the I'll movies. Check that. After the arcs of the movies, <laughs> Aladdin overcomes his struggles. You know, he learns to care about others. He cares about the genie. Who could be more selfless than to give up a genie that could give you whatever you want? You know, he uses his last wish to give the genie exactly what he wanted i feel like that proves to me that aladdin has changed and he's willing to sacrifice his own pride and what he loves for the good of others okay okay i would say that your team is just all brawn and brute apart from Mm. like elsa you just have men who have muscle basically hercules is a god <laughs> like I said, men who have muscle. Not just a man. But he's just his his whole thing is being powerful whereas my team has finesse. We've got the higher level skill. Your team can't jump and bounce. Excuse me, Maui my can team fly. Can go all around you. Maui can fly. Yeah, can't... He can turn into an eagle and a bug. He can go skirt under someone. He's strong and he turns right into that big eagle. Pick up the ball, brings it to the hoop. Well, in that case, then Ant-Man will just crush him like a bug. I think that Maui's strong, though, when he's a bug. It's like Ant-Man. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that Ant-Man can't crush him. (laughs) Maui and Ant-Man would just be having a battle this entire time as just tiny creatures. You know, I feel like that's how it would go. It'd be this four. It'd be 4v4, actually 4v3 with Tinkerbell out. And then Maui and Ant-Man would just be having their own 1v1 little game on the when they're shrunk. I feel like that's how it would go. All right, you two. We got to get to closing arguments on this. You got to give me your, why is your team better? Why are you going to take it to the hoop more? How are you going to incapacitate the other team? Give me a nice, strong final argument. I think that my team is the most well-rounded team. We've got (laughs) characters that can fill up every single avenue of the game. We've got magic. He can do voodoo magic where he's got the little voodoo dolls where he's pricking people and just annoying (laughs) all of Noah's characters. We've got the fun. We've got the most spirit with Tigger. I mean, he's just such a good dude and he's so fun (laughs) and so positive we've got great girl power with tinkerbell we've got paul rudd as ant-man of course (laughs) and who doesn't want paul rudd on their team i mean he's the best i think we should i think i should just pick paul rudd and the god of all gods (laughs) Airbud. i don't think as we've clearly seen that anyone can play basketball as well as Airbud. he is the most loyal he's the best team player and he can shoot the ball with his cute little snout and I think (laughs) that because of that my team is clearly the most well-rounded because I didn't just choose powerful players I chose players that can do a lot of different things and use their abilities in very special ways to play against a team that has just mostly powerful players. All right. Well, in my closing things, I won't say anything about Airbud because I'll concede that Airbud is the best out of the town players here. So <laughs> Airbud will just will just keep. Well, I'll leave Airbud alone. All right. I'm not gonna say anything about Airbud. Thank you, Noah. Now Tigger. Tigger's a goner. So Tigger's gone because Tigger, (laughs) Maui would just take Tigger up to the rafters, leave him there, and Tigger's afraid of heights. Wouldn't move. Tigger's gone. Tinkerbell's gone. I feel like it'd just be the voodoo doctor guy. What's his name? Dr. Facilier. Him. Yes. Mm -hmm. It'd be him and it would be Airbud. Just going back and forth. I feel like. And maybe Ant-Man, but I feel like, like I said, I think Maui can take care of Ant-Man. So I think that my team, it's got the skill, it's got the brain power, and I feel like your team, while they have good powers in their respective worlds, I don't think Tigger could make it. I don't think Tinkerbell could make it. I think my team is the most versatile. A lot of them are used to this kind of stuff, like Aladdin is in the thick and thin, and Colossus is fighting crime all day, so he knows about all this stuff, you know? My team, we would just dominate the court, and with Jack Bolton heading us up who better to steer the ship Mm. (laughs) well yeah applause y'all that was great that was fantastic (laughs) 
Yes. I'm so yes. happy you're here. <laughs> Zach, any Zach checks. That's my new favorite thing to uh, say now. Yes, uh, plenty. Um, you said Her- I imagine. <laughs> you said Hercules was a demigod. Uh, so is Maui. That was just a little uh, fun fact to look into. Um, Kayla, at one point you said Air Bud is more athletic than Hercules. I could not find any uh, conclusive evidence on that. Um, There's no wikis. Didn't you call him the god of all gods? Yes. Airbud at the end there. Yeah. I swear that's what I heard. She did. I can't. I can't find any conclusive evidence. Although I would say Yahweh is the god of gods, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> A new religion uh, is forming around Airbud as we speak. Listen to, listen you, to God, fellows, y'all. Um, Tigger. He is afraid of heights. Uh, that is correct. And finally, you said Aladdin was the most handsome Disney prince. And according to this article on Glamour, that is not the case. Prince Eric is with his big blue eyes, jet black hair, and incredibly expressive eyebrows. So, good lord. You know, there you good go. Lord. Thanks, Zach. You're welcome. Appreciate it. Zach check. All right. Let's get back into these two Disney Channel movies. All right, question three. Ding, ding, ding. In Luck of the Irish, Kyle's mom is a leprechaun with dreams of her son living life as a normal American teenager. In Full Court Miracle, Alex's mom is an accomplished doctor who wants her son to follow in her footsteps into a life of security. In both movies, per usual for Disney, have dopey, somewhat useless dads. Whose family would you rather be a part of? Um, I would rather be a part of the O'Reilly family. First of all, I think you're leaving out Grandpa O'Reilly. Yeah, uh, sure. Who owns a literal mm-hmm. potato chip factory. This dude is mad rich. <laughs> like, he's got it all. You're set up for the coolest grandpa ever. He's all about support <laughs> and confidence. He encourages Kyle's friend Russell and helps him to find the confidence. Also, who wouldn't want to live in a family with Irish accents? I mean, even if it's like a side effect of the coin, you can whip those bad boys out anytime. They're just choosing to use an American (laughs) accent. Being a part of the O'Reilly's means that you have a literal leprechaun blood. And I don't know about you, but I think it would be fun to be a leprechaun. Maybe that's just me, but personally, I think that is a leg up. Plus, because you're an Irish family, you have the luck of the Irish on your side. So as long as you got that gold coin, everything you do in life is covered by that good luck. Mm, a lot of good points in that, actually. Yeah, that's that's really solid. Noah, a little bit of an uphill battle, I feel all right, like. All right. all right, tell us why uh, Full Court Miracle. All right. Get in there. So Full Court Miracle is obviously the superior family. I mean, I completely disagree <laughs> with the dopey dad argument. This dad is a legend. I mean... Only the true greats wear an apron that says, kiss me, I'm kosher. That just completely says it all. No, this dad is com- he's completely yeah. supportive of his son's dreams and he's charitable enough to offer the coach a spot in mm. his upscale apartment that he's selling. He's such a nice guy and throughout the movie while the mom isn't I will say as great as the dad I think she has a great arc in that she obviously loves Alex and would do anything mm. for him and her pushing him to be a doctor is just out of fear for his future but you see the growth when she asks him why do you love basketball and she completely understands her flaws and what she has to do. She gets the coach to come back to coach her son's team even if she's scared or hesitant. And I think that only a truly loving mother would do that. So I think that both the dad and the mom just really have Alex's best interests at heart. And they're just really great. And they obviously love him very much. Which, I mean, I'll get into this, but I don't think you can say that about Kyle's family. Wow! No one came to play, y'all. I think that the O'Reilly family, even if maybe they're a little bit dopey, I think that they (laughs) prove that they come together through trauma because they're going Mm. through this hard time where like their whole life is being turned upside down because their special gold coin is gone and the mom all of a sudden just turns into her leprechaun self. But instead of panicking, they're like, you know what? Let's do it. Let's go get our coin back. Let's do it as family let's do it together we're gonna save our o'reilly leprechaun blood and i think also they prove that they're great parents (laughs) and have a lot of love because they were willing to leave their families behind so that they could be together with each other and i think that is the best example Mm. of familial love because they chose to be with each other and raise a great son who's just pretty swag (laughs) 
<laughs> Which is probably a line they would say in that movie. <laughs> Good point. Thank you, Kayla. Mm-hmm. So I, I maybe they love each other, but I don't think they love Kyle. They lied to Kyle for 15 years about who he was. They lied to him mm. in those really creepy dinner scenes that feel like a racer head. I feel like oh, they're shot. It's just gross. And not only did they lie about him being a leprechaun, they even gave him a good luck charm. They didn't tell him what it was. And it gives him good luck at the expense of others. What about the kids on the other basketball team that have been practicing and they're playing their hearts mm. out? And oh, sorry, kids, there's a lucky charm on the other team. And the parents just give it to them and they don't care about anyone else. And the fact that Kyle's family's okay with this and likely other things happening that aren't on screen, it just, for me, shows how little they care about others and how selfish they are. And I just feel like I wouldn't be able to turn a blind eye to that after they told me that I was a leprechaun. And like, 15 years you lied to me, I've been carrying around this lucky charm. I don't know if I could ever trust them again. I don't think, I don't know. Like, it'd be a really strained relationship for me. Yeah, but Alex, they also won the championship only because of a Maccabee miracle. So that was at the expense of the other team. Mm. The other team was winning based on their skill originally. And then they're like, ooh, we're going to extend the time. And now there's lightning. And now the two lights are back up. And now, so you can't say, you can't use that argument. It's I think I, no, the parents didn't make the miracle happen though. Alex's parents had nothing to do with the Maccabee miracle. <laughs> they were, they they don't know what happened just as much as he did. Kyle's family, they yeah, knew he was going into Kyle, these games. No, 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 no. Because Kyle did not need the luck charm. You think he could have made that shot game. with him falling down? No, <laughs> no, the final game. He came in, when he came into his own identity as a person and as a leprechaun and he embraced his Irish descent, then he won that game without the luck charm because the other guy had his luck charm. He passes it. Right. Yeah. But he still had the luck charm and he still made the shots because no, of the luck charm. No, he didn't. In the, in the beginning, yeah. Yeah. Zach, go ahead and fact check for us. On it. <laughs> All right, let's get the final right, arguments, right. y'all. Final arguments for why it's the better family. I feel like I've made this pretty clear that just the full court miracle, the Schlotzkys are the best family out of the two. The Schlotzkys are kind. They love everyone. They want what's best for their son. They are just, they're just good people. And I feel like the O'Reillys feel like they're only looking out for themselves. They only tell Kyle what's going on because they have to. I feel like if none, if this hadn't happened and he hadn't been asking all these questions, they would have been let this going on for what? Like 15, 20, 30 more years. I feel like they only, they only really tried to grow because it was forced upon them. While Alex's family, the mom grows throughout the movie naturally she learns all the lessons and they just come together as a great family we're at the at the end of the o'reilly's i feel like they just got what already happened i don't know and if this hadn't happened i feel like the o'reilly's would have just kept on with the status quo just letting that good luck charm ruin the lives of so many young basketball players (laughs) (laughs) i would argue that mama o'reilly's and mama schlatsky's arcs paralleled each other because at the beginning of Full Court Miracle, Mama Schlotsky was not caring about Alex's dreams. She wanted him to focus on his grades. She wanted him to become a doctor. She wasn't listening to his needs. She wasn't listening to his wants. She was being selfish to, in a way, protect her son from what she thought would be failure of him not being able to get into the NBA. In the same way, Mama O'Reilly was just trying to protect her son from the dangers of being a leprechaun and the bad people, like the bad guy who stole the coin. And her character arc evolved in the same way where she was able to listen to the needs and wants of her son by explaining his Irish heritage to him in the same way that Mama O'Reilly had the character arc. I gotta say, I loved both these arguments, Mm. but... (laughs) the phrase leprechaun blood that will never leave me <laughs> is it green more. is it i wonder it must be. i want to know more <laughs> there's a sequel of bruin i think zach give us those zach checks please um yeah so we're talking about the end of the final game right no i was saying more in the games before that in the 15 because he's obviously a big basketball okay. star and especially in the game to right. get into the semifinals, you know like the shot where like he's laying down just shooting it that's like in right. the montage okay. you know it's so i was saying more than yeah right. shooting is being generous he slaps yeah, it like, with the back of his hand like, okay. and it goes half court into the because <laughs> right, i was gonna say that seamus has the coin right. in 
the final game, right. but Russell right. gains confidence and plays better when Kyle's grandfather gives him a fake magic lucky coin, and Kyle realizes that he can make his own luck through hard work. Right. So no, I was saying definitely. <laughs> That's boom. what I said. I, no, I was saying before <laughs> all of this happened, and he right. found. I was saying in the 15 years prior, where he's obviously this big basketball star at his school. Sure. That's what I was saying. Yeah, yeah but he's also only in eighth grade, so it's like it's not like high school basketball travel basketball club basketball like it's not like it's of consequence also he's just (laughs) cheating on his test he's just he's not getting an education for 15 years was he just not learning anything he's just marking the thing i do fear for him as an adult (laughs) yeah I saw that moment and I thought, this is the greatest superpower <laughs> yeah. in the world. Yeah. I would never study for anything. She's like Domino from uh, Deadpool. A lot of kids just <laughs> guess on tests. I thought that teacher was super mean and... Well, like, what kind of teacher takes off points for wrong answers? Like, that seems like an awful strategy. Yeah. Like, I feel like isn't teachers are encouraging people to, like, make a guess? I always was encouraged to never leave anything blank. I don't know. But I feel like he was like, this is why I have this policy so people don't do this. Like, all right, he's the one kid in the class. I mean, there's always going to be one, all right? I, I guess I don't feel secure in this answer, especially as someone with anxiety when I was taking <laughs> tests as a kid. Like, I would never feel secure enough to i definitely got it right turn it a blank paper yeah yeah sorry man Uh, aside from that note another fact checks that was a very clean round although although i do want to say unrelated noah i was really surprised that you didn't bring up that the family in luck of the irish is excommunicated by the grandfather because they don't like who who he married i was waiting for you to bring that out that's a good point you didn't yeah Yeah, there's definitely some bigotry going on in that family for sure bigotry going on in that family i tried to slide it past i tried to slide it (laughs) I saw you're like you were like he's got a great grandpa. He's also a bigot. That's why I didn't bring up the grandpa towards the end. I was trying to slide it all past. Yep. Yep. You married outside our kind. Very, very <laughs> slick. Yeah. I feel real uncomfortable now. <laughs> also, what kind of, I feel like no good guy keeps shoes in the back of his car. Like, that's, that can't be a good thing. What? A little sketch. Yeah. <laughs> a little weird. You always gotta have extra shoes. <laughs> you always need emergency dance shoes in your. Yeah. I think I was just a little nervous by how just obsessed how many with the shoes, shoes he was. Like, every, every, every five minutes, he's talking about his shoes. I'm like, all right, relax, my man. Your land and this land is All right, what did you all think of these two movies? Movies. We'll wrap it up with just like, well, what did you think rewatching them after years and years and years? Luck of the Irish, Full Court Miracle. What you, which one did you like more out of curiosity? I don't know. I think I like them both pretty much the same. I used to like Luck of the Irish a lot more as a kid. I thought it was super yeah. funny. Um, mm-hmm. Also, Lassie is in it, so how much better could it get? Um, <laughs> I... I no like it doesn't quite hold up, does it? No, in some not ways. as well as no. other Disney Channel original movies does. I think it's still got the same kind of quippy, fun moments, but it's definitely not as like interesting as others. Right. But I wouldn't say yeah. Full Court Miracle is also the prime of Disney Channel <laughs> original movies. A slam dunk. Because there's a lot of Ooh. like prejudice in that movie too, right. where like uh-huh. they hire a black basketball coach and yeah. the, the black the basketball woman teacher is thanking Thomas Jefferson. Mom is like, oh, we don't, uh-huh. we don't know if this guy is safe around our kids. <laughs> And it's like, no, what a great thing you just said. It's so true. He thanks Thomas Jefferson, (laughs) the slaver. Thank you, Thomas. And then he teaches the kids to say dog and stuff. I love how they just grab that dog thing. They're like, all right, this is our thing. Dogs. I'm like, how many times can I say this? (laughs) Woof, woof, woof. When when Max Keeble (laughs) took up the mantle, I was just cringing hardcore. Yeah. (laughs) All right, my dogs. That dance scene. Yeah, what's up, dogs? Uh, Woof, woof. Oh, no, what was the line? When he said that this is how basketball players talk to each other, I was like, "Yikes!" Yeah, Yikes. it was real coded. A, it was real a coded white language. person wrote this. Yeah. <laughs> well, and also just all the weird like Maccabee stuff too, where they're like, "Ooh, he's got the license plate with this number on JM. it, and he's got three yeah. brothers, but the fourth brother died." Like all this stuff that I was like, "This is kind of weird for a Disney Channel movie." Right. Yeah. There were moments I liked, like I like in Full Court Miracle when he tells him, don't put yourself in a box, but it's so quick and they move on so fast from that. And the rest of it is just like vaguely racist. Yeah. It's definitely 2003. Like it's definitely aged. I honestly feel like Alex should have gone into some like 
computer coding thing where like he finds all this stuff about the coach and like what like a day in two that with 2003 computer technology yeah like he looks up the license plate <laughs> uh-huh. and he finds out his whole life story <laughs> like i was like geez yeah you <laughs> and they they try to convince us he's a dummy and i'm like oh, i don't know he seems yeah. pretty smart to me um yeah i think that i like full court miracle slightly better i think luck of the irish does have more no. like maybe artistic qualities I really did like that scene towards the beginning where the like the dinner scene where the parents were like they were at dinner and alex uh, lying to him kyle kept asking Mm -hmm. like where am i where am i from what's my heritage and they were like lying that scene i thought was actually really well acted Mm -hmm. and shot and like i really did give me off like a creepy vibe well yeah they also use a lot of those like dutch angles so many dutch angles oh my gosh and he was like oh my god and then the camera's like i was like wow okay disney (laughs) yeah they were were trying they were trying i think the biggest thing is that the the basketball and luck of the Irish just isn't very good for me. Like the sh- way the scenes yeah. are shot, like I can never keep up with the flow of the game or what's happening. And in, in full court yeah. miracle, it's not much better, but I feel like they're, especially that last game, at least I can keep up with where there's like what's the happening. stop motion where they're like trying <laughs> yes. to go through the last five minutes of the game. And it's like stop motion, <laughs> quick, 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 quick. And then there's like a static shot of someone shooting a basketball. And you're like, wait, right. this well, in both, in both <laughs> movies, why do they need to show the scoreboard and the audience so many times? It's like five seconds of the game. All right, here's the score now. Like I can keep track in my, I can figure it out you don't need to show me the scoreboard every time maybe if you're like eight though yeah it would be it's hard true. it's true i don't know did it strike either of you as odd that kyle just wears this thing around his neck all the time and yeah. it's just flapping well, all yeah, around yes you can't wear it in a basketball game there's no way i would wear that I had to take, I, when i played middle school basketball i had to take off my like i had like a brace just a little thin yeah. bracelet on and the ref was like oh yeah you gotta take that off they would never have let yeah that little dangling Same. necklace just Mm-mm. hanging around there that would have not flown you don't understand it's my lucky point <laughs> no to, ref i have ref, to have wait. it Co- coach you want to win <laughs> this is the luck of the clan o'reilly <laughs> oh man yikes that's a quick way yikes. to get thrown out i had forgotten that i had watched full court miracle i was like sure that i hadn't seen it and i don't remember when the yeah. last time i saw it was but like 30 minutes in the movie i texted noah and i was like I'm pretty sure I watched another movie huh? about like the Maccabees and something. <laughs> My favorite genre. <laughs> I was like, wait, I was like, it movies was about the it Maccabees. Was this movie. It was definitely this movie. I, yeah, I'm pretty sure there's only like four or five of those movies about but the Maccabees. There, there so. was. I watched a Hallmark movie <laughs> that talked about the oh, Maccabees no. in one of their Hanukkah ones. Uh, because the Incredible. lady was like a toy designer and she wanted to make a toy of the judah maccabee like a barbie doll and have them be like a history line of toys but i was like oh, at no. least the you know American especially in a disney channel movie <laughs> they're like kind of teaching somewhat of a history of yeah hanukkah. i learned a couple things because i'm yeah. sure there's a lot of kids yeah. that watch it that don't know anything about hanukkah and are probably like yeah oh, the Maccabee is cool. So I feel like it's nice that they kind of dumb that down a little bit to actually teach something. Everything I learned about Hanukkah, I learned from this movie and the Rugrats specials <laughs> about Hanukkah. So thank you. Hot take. Well, it's, it's thank you. I was, yeah. I was telling, I was telling Mitch, I'd never seen full court miracle prior to when we were going to do, do this episode. And I watched it and I said, it's funny. Cause like luck of the Irish, I feel like, yeah, straight up Disney Channel original movie. It knows that right, and it's having fun. Right. But Full Court Miracle, I was like, I feel like if you added another like three million dollars to the to the production budget, mm-hmm. maybe brought in like a different director, gave the script another pass, got a different guy uh, to play the coach. I was like, I feel yeah. like there's kind of like the kernel of a like good real movie. Yeah, in, I feel like it almost here, felt like a theatrical release yeah. a little bit. Like it was pretty close, but also like. Yeah. The, the longest a high school basketball mm-hmm. timeout can be is 60 seconds. So I don't know what that other team yeah. is doing at the end. They're like, timeout, <laughs> like five run. minutes passes. I'm like, this isn't how basketball works. Yeah. Well, and also, like, yeah, I don't know how basketball fouls work, but in soccer, like, if I were refing that game, I would give that guy a card because it's like delay of game. You know, it's yeah. like they get red carded and yellow carded for that. Especially. They're not hiding what they're doing. They're like laughing. Like, especially when the coach. Coach is standing there, like looking at the watch, like, hey, 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 I got my watch. 
yeah, that was crazy to me. I was like, there's an act of God which is halting the game. Wouldn't you just say, well, let's come back tomorrow and we'll we'll play then instead of, oh, I guess time's up. I don't care. And, uh, is that bad? I just don't care. It's for a narrative thing. Yeah, that's the thing. Know? That's why it bothered me. I was like, this that's is only story. in here just to have the, it's like the oil in the lamps. Yeah, yeah. That part, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's real schlocky. <laughs> it doesn't quite when work. When the players on the other team were like, oh, time's up. We were ahead. That reminded me of uh, In the Office, the basketball episode where michael's like who was ahead yes. oh we were all right we won oh, oh i guess it was us I guess, we're, I guess we're done the only other thing with luck of the irish i'll say is like watching it as an adult feels like very regressive and like the message it's sending of like we're all american like you can be from a different country or whatever but at the end of the day red white and blue flag it wave in america really conflict it is really conflicting well, that's like when they when they close it with the like this land yes. is your land it feels so counter to the entire movie which has been called like a communist manifesto song so which is bizarre to me they're singing that i'm like this doesn't mean what you think it means y'all but whatever no didn't you say it was gonna be the new national anthem for a minute mitch no it's like like been called it's been called everything from the new national anthem to like a communist song because it's like let in the immigrants like it's very progressive so then for this luck of the irish movie that's like shut up about your heritage you're american (laughs) now (laughs) to then end with this land is your land really weird one thing i do like about that movie in terms of regression and progression is like he has a black best friend the classic black best friend but doesn't it feel like a token black best friend a little bit though i didn't feel like it did compared to other things yeah maybe maybe he does drop a great line where like well it's a bad scene where the girl is explaining irish oppression (laughs) to a car full of irish people uh but then but then the black best friend says that you know at least they got paid and like it's alluding to slavery and it's just totally glossed over and i'm like whoa we could have sat there for another i don't know 15 seconds before moving on i even feel like that bit was played for laughs you know what i mean yeah, at I least they got a paid. little bit yeah. yeah it's it's tone deaf yeah i would agree <laughs> yeah it's like oh yeah yeah you wonder about the writer it's it's just like disney isn't equipped like how i wrote it in like my letterbox review was like i felt like there was a, like one of the screenwriters was like super anti-immigrant one was super pro-immigrant and one guy was just like yeah saint patrick's day Woo! It's like and they all just came together and wrote a script. Yeah, that's a great way of putting it. Great hair, though. I like the red hair. Do you want to plug your show? Uh, uh, how would I say this uh, in the edit? Hey, uh, so we're finishing up here. Do you guys want to plug anything as we wrap up? Thanks again for coming on. <laughs> yeah, sure. So you follow us on all podcasting platforms secondhand film critics all you gotta do is search that we'll come right on up uh we cover a lot of different topics so we sometimes review new movies we sometimes rank uh different series or talk about our favorite movies talk about different directors um and you can also follow us on social media we're on twitter um at secondhand film and on instagram and facebook at secondhand film pod Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of Fantasmic. It's a lot of fun recording the show, and part of the fun for us is hearing your opinions. So if you want to talk about Disney movies with us or even vote on who had the better arguments, head on over to The Real Lounge, our private Facebook group. Or you can check us out on Twitter or at our website at Real Boys Podcasts. That's Real, R-E-E-L, Boys Podcasts. And if you like what we do, please give us a rating and five-star review. And in closing, always let your conscience be your guide. See you real soon.